Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Conservative Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah B., and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and the destruction of the progressive left by refocusing us on those F-bombs that truly matter, faith, family, friendship, and now more than ever, freedom. If you are a longtime listener, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And if you're new, thank you so much for finding this little podcast. I love that you're here. I love that you are joining us. Welcome aboard. There is so much nonsense going on in the world. um, And there are so many other podcasts out there. So if you're tuning in for the first time, definitely welcome. Before we go any further, um, I do need to say that as you guys are aware, I am coaching um, fifth grade uh, volleyball and I have the practices scheduled on Wednesdays for certain, right? Um, It sounds like their games are going to be maybe Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Um, I don't think it's every week. It's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, but... um, Right now, the tentative schedule is out, but Wednesday is about the only day that I can guarantee there's not going to be any games, and we don't have to fight varsity for uh, the gym. So that being said, I'm going to do my best to be here every Wednesday to bring you uh, all the crazy that's going on out here in the world, right? Um, And we can discuss that, but if I do miss a Wednesday, please forgive me. Volleyball practice probably ran long, um, and I just didn't make it back and I'm whooped, right? I get up early, I've got to work all day, and um, you know, sometimes these things just happen, right? Um, but that being said, uh, I will do my very best to be here. The I think volleyball is gonna go until May, so hopefully I won't miss too many Wednesdays. And as I've already mentioned, I think in um, Monday's podcast, spring break is coming up. It will be uh, starting the um the uh, week of the 20th uh, or 21st, if you if you will, um, and I will not be here that entire time. So uh, you will not hear from me during the week of spring break because I'm going to go visit family in North Carolina. Okay, so I think that brings you guys up to speed on everything going on in my world. Um, so let's discuss what's going on in the rest of the world, right? If you guys haven't checked out Dan Bongino uh, lately, you might want to take a moment to head on over to uh, his podcast, uh, Dan Bongino. You can find him on Spotify. You can find him on Apple. You can find him basically everywhere. I like to watch, so you can find him on Rumble if you want to see his um, his face, I guess. Um, but he really gets into uh, what might be going on with the Ukraine as far as this discussion of the biolabs. I think we touched on this on Monday uh, or Friday. There's a lot of things coming out of the Ukraine right now. Um, I want to say uh, it looks like there are biolabs that we may have involvement with. Uh, and by by we, I mean the United States of America. It sounds like a couple of senators uh, put this forward. And you might wonder who those two senators were that um, encouraged uh, bio labs in the Ukraine to begin with, and it sounds like it was none other than Barack Obama and Joe Biden. So really no surprise, I guess, as who the players are, right? 
But I think the more important question is, um, are these bio labs uh, research as um, suggested by Victoria Newland, or are they a bioweapons lab um, like Marco Rubio had asked her? So Marco Rubio had had really just come right out and said, are these a bioweapons lab? Are, is this a bioweapons lab? And she kind of dances around the answer and says, well, you know, it's a research lab. Um, and, you know, not to rehash everything that uh, Dan Bongino was talking about, but it's a very good question and she didn't really answer it. So what does that mean for us? Um, as Dan points out, you know, uh, it works well for uh, the Russians. They can say, well, you know, we're invading um, uh, the Ukraine because we're trying to stop weapons of mass destruction. And again, as Dan kind of underlines, um, we invaded Iraq under the same premise, right? So it's like, what are they going to say? Oh, you Americans, you can't, you can't uh, say anything because, you know, you did this to Iraq and, and Ukraine shares border, you know? Um, that's my Russian attempt, right? Terrible, I know. Um, but the Ukraine, you know, Ukraine, not the Ukraine, Ukraine can say, um, you know, it's just a research lab. Um, we're just conducting research and somebody needs to come in here and help us because the Russians are looking to invade, take this space and turn it into a weapons lab. So somebody needs to come and protect us, right? So they both have their hand in the pot. I mean, they both have their own interests on this. And I think Dan is absolutely over the target when he mentions that. So um, definitely not going to rehash what he was talking about, but go over there, give it a listen. Um, the the whole underlying thing here, the whole underlying um, piece of importance that I want everybody to take away is, again, uh, like Dan suggests, like we've suggested, why is why are they always lying? You know, we can't trust our government to tell us the truth anymore. If nothing has been made more clear to the American people and maybe even to the entire world, the American government is not known for its honesty. Um, the American media is not known for its honesty. So um, what are we supposed to think in this moment? Why can't they just tell us the truth? Is this a bioweapons laboratory? Um, and if it is, uh, you know, what, is, what does that mean for us, right? Like, what are we looking at? Are we looking at another Wuhan? Uh, oops, look, some more stuff escaped, right? Um, it's a different kind of pathogen this time. Imagine that. Bill Gates was right again. Hey, um, very convenient, right? Now, I'm not saying any of this because I want to push uh, fear or conspiracy theory, but, you know, I do want to um, really emphasize that, um, look, we don't really know what's going on. I saw a tweet here the other day that I thought was pretty great that said 35 uh, million cell phones in Ukraine and yet no footage. Really? We, we really don't have any personal footage coming out of the Ukraine? Why is that? Why is that? And now we've got uh, Google and other tech companies who are pulling out of uh, Russia, right? So now you can't even get any information um, out of Russia. You, the BBC is out of there. CNN is out of Who cares about CNN, really? Like, honestly, they maybe should just stay in Russia. But, um, it, you know, other news agencies are, are they're not going to broadcast out of there anymore. Um, so I guess my thought is, um, if they're trying to silence Russia, what is it that they don't want us to know? Does that make sense to you guys? Like, Anytime they're silencing 
you know, someone like I, I can't help but wonder what is it that they don't want us to know? We wouldn't have to turn. And I'm not saying, you know, oh, go turn to Russian media for the truth. Right. But but it isn't like we can trust our government either. Right. We can't trust them to tell us the truth. We can't trust our own mainstream media to tell us the truth. And so Dan Bangerino really um, he's definitely on point with this. And I think that, um, you know, we have to just approach all of this with kid gloves. We just have to be suspicious, I think. All the way around. We can't just believe what the, what is coming out of the Ukraine and say, oh, you know, that's got to be that's got to be the truth. Right. Because they have their own interests as well. They you know, they've got a lot um, to gain by lying. Right. They could get NATO involved. They could get the U.S. involved. Um, they've got a lot that they could that uh, benefits them. There's a lot of reason for them to lie. So before people are like, oh, you know, there's no reason for them to lie. No, there's a lot of reason. Right. Um, and Russia, too. Russia could say, oh, look, you know, the uh, NATO is, is involved now or the U.S. stepped in. So, you know, that's it. Total war. Right. That we're going in. It's World War Three now. Right. Um, we just have to be careful and be discerning in what is happening. And so, you know, I, I'm not trying to be first with, you you know, the information from the Ukraine, but um I'm trying to get it from reliable sources. And um, I, like I said, Dan Bongino was over the target with this one. I love uh, Louder with Crowder. They're hilarious. Um, and they've been covering this too. And Deception Bites was over the target when she was talking about um, uh, the bio uh, research labs. So there's a couple of, of good areas you guys can go and check out um, for yourselves and see what you think. And believe it or not, you can find them all on Rumble. So check that out. Okay, so um, you might be wondering um, why, why the Ukraine and Russia? Like, why is this happening now? I think we've discussed on earlier podcasts, um, you know, when it came out that the judge told the FDA that um, you have to release all of the uh, information that you have had regarding vaccines. Um, you don't get to hold on to it for 75 years. Nice try, though. Um I think we had to start to suspect, okay, what's going to happen that will cause Americans to look the other direction, right? There has to be some kind of jingly keys to get the attention of the American people so that when this information starts to come out, everybody doesn't lose their bloody minds because they're going to otherwise, right? Is the Ukraine and Russia conflict the jingly keys? Um, I'm not saying it's a false flag. I, I don't know that yet, okay? But I can't help but wonder, is the Russia-Ukraine situation the jingly keys so that Americans, and dare I say the world, looks the other direction? All of our attention is focused on um, what's going on in Europe versus what's going on right here. If we're paying attention to what's going on and, and people are eating up uh, every... Thing every moment that's coming out of mainstream media regarding uh, the Ukraine, regarding Russia, right? Then they're not paying attention to um, the travesty that has happened right here, which was the pandemic, which was the BS that we've had to live through for the last two years. This failed war on a respiratory virus that had a 99% uh, rate of survival, right? Now, 
What about the vaccines? The mainstream media, Dr. Fauci, Pfizer, Moderna, uh, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, they've all lied to us about these vaccines and their safety and efficacy. So um, we do have people who are calling them out. Um, as time continues, you've got more doctors, more scientists, more uh, people asking questions and looking into this material, into the vaccines themselves, and they are not really excited about what they're finding. Case in point, if you will go over to Getter, um, you can follow Dr. Eddie, MD, so it's D-R-E-D-D-Y-M-D.com. And he has, a, he's got some really great articles. Talk about a guy who is absolutely following this thing. Um, here's the first one. Criminal conspiracy unraveling Pfizer and the government concealed thousands of deaths, mass injuries caused by experimental COVID jabs. I'm going to read this to you guys in case you weren't aware. The same Food and Drug Administration that tried to conceal a live fetal organ trafficking operation is the same agency that tried to conceal widespread vaccine injury and death from Pfizer's mRNA vaccine. Under Title 21, Subchapter F of the FDA's own regulations, the agency is to make immediately available all documents underlying licensure of a vaccine. Instead of following their own regulations and being transparent with the emergency youth authorize oh good lord the emergency use authorization the fda petition petitioned the courts to withhold all data on pfizer's vaccine until 2076 that's right the fda conspired to withhold critical data on the vaccine for 55 years now let me pause right there i work for big pharma my job is to review the drugs that they wish to have packaged at the place where I work, right? Um, that being said, imagine if we tried to pull this crap over the eyes of the FDA, right? So when they come in to audit, and they do, when they come in to audit, um, imagine if we tried to conceal what we were doing or conceal any sort of information that they asked for. Um, where do you think that would land us? probably in some pretty hot water. But remember, it's okay for them to try to conceal. They went against their own regulations. So if the if the place where I work, the packaging facility where I work, try to conceal information and go against the regulations the FDA has set forth, um, they would shut us down or they would fine us very heavily depending upon the infraction, right? But here, they went against their own regulations, conspired to withhold information against the American public, so they refused to show this, and then a judge had to rule and say, nah, I don't think so. Just let that sink in, ladies and gentlemen. You are held to a very different standard than they are. Still think they're not lying to you? Okay, FDA, Pfizer knew that the experimental vaccine was killing people in criminal conspiracy, in criminal conspiracy of the century. At least 30 professors and scientists from Yale, Harvard, UCLA, and Brown are seeking expedited access to the records calling for greater transparency of the data. So of course, these are fringe doctors, obviously, right? Like Rand Paul had said to Dr. Fauci, um, if you're a professor and a scientist from Yale, Harvard, UCLA, and Brown, you're probably fringe. <laughs> Come on. 
Thankfully, a federal judge in Texas ruled that the 329,000 documents from Pfizer, 329,000 documents, which only took uh, the FDA 108 days to read, okay, remember that, do not let these fools get away with this. Do not let anybody forget. 329,000 documents from Pfizer must be released at a rate of 500 pages per month, albeit with redactions. Gee, you think this thing is going to be all blacked out? Probably. This process of transparency is being forced by a court and will occur at a snail's pace. Meanwhile, people's lives are being ruined over vaccine injury and vaccine coercion. As the data is slowly released, the truth painstakingly exposed. The definition of a vaccine had to be completely changed in order to market and license these new mRNA injections. The clinical trials did not use proper diagnostic standards, did not study viral transmission, all-cause mortality, nor compare rates of severe illness. The process also ignored the myriad of health issues imparted by the vaccines, some of which are deliberately life-threatening. The clinical trials relied on positive PCR testing rates that have been proven fraudulent, non-specific symptoms of mild illness in a small and non-specific symptoms of mild illness in a small time period. This is how the vaccine makers came up with their flimsy vaccine efficacy rates, which have fallen into negative territory when real-world vaccine effectiveness is configured. Pfizer received over 1,200 reports of death from their vaccine in three months, but refused to pull it from the market. The first 500 Pfizer EUA documents have been released, and now the world knows why this information was set to be concealed until 2076. In the first three months of the vaccine's rollout, there were voluntary voluntary reports of 1,223 deaths and over 42,000 adverse reports spanning a total of 158,893 adverse reactions. One of every 37 reports was death. This data was only from vaccines that were administered between December 1st to February 28th. The, the data was collected from the United States, Germany, the United Kingdom, Italy, France, Spain, and a host of other nations. Pfizer knew that their vaccine was killing and injuring people at rates never seen before in the history of vaccinology. Yet the FDA helped the fully indemnified pharmaceutical cartel conceal this information and achieve full licensure uh, with their community mRNA vaccine. The two entities conspired to withhold critical life and death medical information that is essential for informed consent and continue to allow dangerous inoculations to cause unprecedented levels of nervous system disorders, cardiovascular events, and autoimmune reactions. Even worse, these unredacted adverse events are just the voluntary reports that Pfizer and the FDA received. The true number of vaccine injuries and deaths that occurred in this three-month time span and thereafter is unknown. In the documents, Pfizer admitted that there was no data on the vaccine's effectiveness or evidence of safety for children and pregnant and lactating women, but the government pushed the vaccine for pregnant women and children anyway. According to the documents, the FDA also knew in advance that the vaccine could sicken and kill patients who were later infected with COVID in what was referred to as vaccine-associated enhanced disease, including vaccine-associated enhanced respiratory disease. This is the greatest cons criminal conspiracy of the century. Not only should the vaccines be pulled from the market, but arrests should be made. What do you guys think about that?
That's insane. That's disgusting. It's insane. It is, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I mean, we knew it was bad. We've talked about this being, you know, a uh, conspiracy. Um, and the fact is, it's true. It was a conspiracy. They always accuse us, oh, you guys are conspiracy theorists. Really? Because it does sound like there's a conspiracy. And it's not theory if it's true. Except it wasn't us tinfoil hat people who were conspiring. It's unbelievable. And it's disgusting. And I think it should go a step further than arrests. I think heads should roll. I really do. I really, really think that um, they should receive the death penalty. Okay, so we're not done yet. And I've got to hurry. Um, we've got another one I don't think you guys are going to love. But here we go. It's still Dr. Eddie. Um, you Again, find him on Getter. Leaked top secret Pfizer document shows COVID-19 vaccine is far more dangerous than the world knows. A top secret document from big pharma company Pfizer is currently circulating online. The document proves that Pfizer's Wuhan coronavirus vaccine is causing deadly adverse effects and is killing so many of the fully vaccinated. Now we know why they were con they were censoring everyone and why they were killing doctors. They didn't want people to know what this vaccine actually does, commented Ron Johnson of the show Stranger Than Fiction News. Pfizer and the Food and Drug Administration recently lost a bid to prevent the quick release of hundreds of thousands of pages worth of documents containing information regarding the big pharma company's vaccine. The FDA wanted to release 500 pages a month, but a federal judge in Texas instead ordered the publication at a of at least five, 55,000 pages a month. It's kind of funny because I think they said uh, 500 pages, but this is correct. So um, whatever was in the last article, I think they got their numbers mixed up. It is 55,000 pages a month. The court said it was of paramount public importance that the information is released as quickly as possible. Aaron Siri, the lawyer who represented public health and medical professionals for transparency in its lawsuit against the FDA's withholding of important documents, said the decision came down on the side of transparency and accountability. Uh, the PHMPT believes the FDA is withholding an estimated of 450,000 pages worth of information regarding Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. Leaked document contains details of Pfizer's vaccine adverse events. The FDA started releasing Pfizer documents on March 1st. One of the documents that went public is titled 5.3.6 Cumulative Analysis of Post-Authorization Adverse Event Reports of PF-0730-2048. Um, that number is, uh, is their... Um, uh, clinical, quote-unquote, clinical trial number, if you will. Uh, and that's received through February 28th, 2021. This 38-page document goes into detail regarding how many people have suffered adverse events and what kind of side effects they have experienced after getting Pfizer's vaccine. It is uncertain whether this document is part of the FDA's court-mandated release of information or whether hackers or whistleblowers leak the document to the Internet. The document's appendix is nine pages long, and it lists all recorded adverse events associated with Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. The very first event, Pfizer admitted that was associated with the COVID-19 vaccine is uh, 1P36 deletion syndrome. This is a congenital 
uh, genetic disorder that affects fetuses and deletes part of their chromosomes, cause, causing them to be born with severe intellectual disabilities. The most affected individuals, oh, I'm sorry, most affected individuals will have speech difficulties or will be unable to speak entirely. Children affected by this syndrome will also have structural abnormalities in their brains, have weak muscle tones and difficulty swallowing, and more than half of them will have seizures. Dear God, that's horrific. This confirms what other researchers have known all along, that the unborn children of pregnant women who get vaccinated are severely affected by the experimental and deadly vaccine. Um, and we do remember hearing the reports of the, the uh, large percentage of um, miscarriages in women who did take late term, late term. So seven, eight, nine months pregnant, um, they don't miscarriage. You don't miscarry at that point. Um, but that was what was happening. These women were getting vaccinated and that's what was happening. Tragic. Johnson noted with shock how many different kinds of herpes Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine could give people. Wow, is this a, the gift that keeps giving, right? Herpes, seps, herpes sepsis, herpes simplex, herpes simplex cervicitis for women out there that got this vaccine. And the list just goes on and on, said Johnson. What else we got? Herpes zoster, herpes infection, herpes simplex meningitis. The document conveniently leaked while the world was distracted. And this... um goes back to my point about uh, is the Ukraine-Russia situation just a cover-up um, for this right here? Because this also, this affected the whole world in a way that right now um, the Ukraine and Russia conflict is not going to affect at the moment, right? We're not talking about gas prices. I'm just talking in the immediacy. Like people were forced to get these vaccines. They ran out and got them because uh, you know, their jobs were on the line, they were coerced or threatened, um, or they're just sheep. I mean, there was a whole, and that that's just one segment. Like other people thought that they were doing the right thing. So we're not going to call them all sheep, right? But um, the document was conveniently leaked while the world was distracted. This document is proprietary and confidential. Confidential right there, said Johnson, referring to the first page of the document that warns against disclosure, the disclosure, reproduction, or distribution of the document without the authorization of Pfizer or other, oh, excuse me, regulatory agencies. Pardon me. Hey, burped. I'm sorry. They didn't want people to see this. This is why they wanted people to wait like 75 years to see what's in it. This vaccine is worse than the disease, said Johnson. Everyone in the world rolled out this gene-altering vaccine with nanolipids that essentially carpet-bomb the internal organs of all those who received this vaccine, including children. Isn't that the worst of it? All the way down to five-year-olds, and they really wanted to get the newborns. They wanted to kill everyone. Johnson noticed, noted how convenient it was that the document was leaked at the same time the world was focused on other matters, including fighting lockdowns and mask and vaccine mandates, and the war in Ukraine. They wanted people to forget about this, he said. They wanted people thinking about mushroom clouds and World War III, anything but vaccines, anything but the pandemic. So there you have it, folks. I know neither of those uh, were great articles to uh, give anybody a warm and fuzzy, and I understand that. Um, but I wanted, I, I had to read those to you guys. I came across them, I think, yesterday. Um, and I, I wanted to make you guys aware because we haven't really discussed the whole vaccine uh, situation. We did ask, where's Fauci, right? It's kind of like, where's uh, where's Hunter? Where's Fauci? 
Um, we asked that, uh, I think, last Friday. And now we're, you know, what about these vaccines? This information is coming out. It's It was released uh, March 1st. That was per the court date. Um, you heard that in the article as well, but I, um, I wanted to kind of circle back to that. So this information is coming out um, and we need to be checking it out. VAERS is only one example, um, but take into consideration too that, um, you know, we've discussed the, um, the, the impact on the military. Now, remember, the military has a, a similar system to theirs, right? But theirs is better. And it's better because they have a baseline. They know your health um, and and your mental health, your body health, all of that. They know your physical health uh, when you join. And there's a record kept of this um, all the way through your military career. So they can tell pretty swiftly when there is a large shift um, in such things like cancer, the 350% increase in cancer, the 350% increase in um, um, uh, miscarriages, right? Or the 1,000% increase in neurological effects, such as in our pilots, right? The last people that you want to see neurological effects uh, occurring in would be pilots, Um and so the military has records of all of this. So I just want to, you know, kind of bring to your attention that um, the information is still out there. People are still hot on this topic of the vaccines. You have to keep your head on swivel. Like I've said in the past, is Russia and Ukraine really just a massive distra distraction so that the world doesn't realize that they have been fundamentally altered? Um, we're not even talking about uh, the genetic changes, you know, for for this transhumanism movement, right? We've heard this on uh, various sources um, coming out, so we haven't even touched on that. But maybe we'll talk about it on Friday. Seems kind of heavy. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about it on Monday. All right, that's it for me. As always, stay deplorable patriots. Love and God bless. We'll talk to you again on Friday.